We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's the Dork Podcast. It's the Dork Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dork Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by one half of the bad boys of Comic-Con. He is one half of the Wayback Boys of Podcasting. He is one half of the Sunburn Boys. He is Davey Eyeballs. He is Robin Von Dobbin. He is the rookie mode. He is the friend of her. No, he is Hermes, the semester god. Yes. It's falling apart. It's falling apart it's on falling itself. Apart. It's Ryan. Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm good. I was wondering how long you were going to keep that going. And how long oh, you could tough. do that. Because uh, I want the people to know that the last couple times you've done this, you've done it off the top of your head. Like you haven't like Oh, they're all they're all yeah. off the top of my head. Oh, any day now. Any day mm-hmm. now. Cause I really I need to hit the key, all hail the king of ginger ale. I think that's, that's gonna be your calling card. Yeah. Yeah, that's that really needs to be your calling card. Cause yeah. then n- next time we do a live show, then that way like the crowd picks it up, right? It's like I go all hail and they go, The king of ginger ale. That's that what would be amazing. And I could like stand up and do like a like yeah. a thing. Like you know what I mean? Like a roll the hand over just, several yeah. times, you know? And then you just start pounding Schweppes or whatever oh, yeah. it may be. No, I will never you know? pound Schweppes. I thought you hated Canada Dry. No, uh, I'm, if I'm Let's going get it quantity, together. yeah. If I'm going quantity, I've always said it's polar. I always go polar if it's quantity. Polar, yeah. yeah. Now, will you ever throw a little crayon in there? Uh, I've done it before, but I don't think I don't. Yeah. I don't make it a regular thing, you know. All right, yeah. I mean, just you know, special occasions, maybe. Yeah, special occasions. Ryan, speaking of special occasions, we had our second ever live show. We were at Idle Hands uh, this past Sunday. We were previewing Endgame with the fellows from Mac and Goo. I thought it was a uh, thought it was a great time. It was a great time. We had a little bit of a mishap, which you heard in the uh, in the audio. There was a little yep, bit of well. a thing that happened. Um, that it's nobody's fault. It was a, it was an accident. So it was. Uh, but I think uh, if it's you were sort th- of like yeah. I think is I think it was great the way you pitched it because now people are like oh I don't want to miss. I don't want to miss out on the sh- on all the shenanigans, so I got to get myself down there. There was actually a great chance that the entire episode was lost. We there that, was a moment there that yeah, yeah I, you and I looked at each other and we're like, great. What now? I was like, well, I guess it's a really a treat for those who came out, and it's and, and like it still would have been cool because like we had a lot of people, and so yeah. thank you guys all once again for for coming out. That was really cool. We got a chance to hang out afterwards and talk to a bunch of you guys, and it was it was great. But I was like, shit, because Endgame Preview is going to be one of our better episodes, I'm guessing, or at least one of the more listened to episodes. And yes. like 45 minutes in, Goo's computer shut down. <laughs> and that's <laughs> what it was recording on. And I go, oh, no. Oh, no. And he tried to play it cool, but he, he knew it was gone. And I'm like, well, I guess we keep going here. So we ended up missing about five, I would say 10 minutes tops of audio, yep. but really not too bad. And then we were able to get, you know, get it going from there. A lot like of listener said- questions at the end. Just goes to just goes to show you got to get out there mm-hmm. if you want to mm-hmm. hear the whole thing if you want to hear the thing uninterrupted yep. unedited unscripted yes. you got to get out there that's right Ryan do you want to get to the news sure this week in the yeah. 
All right, Seth Rogen was the first one that I saw. Of course, he has been behind uh, the TV show Preacher, which we both like. We really liked season one and three. Two was sort yes. of a downer, I believe, if I remember that correctly. Yes. Is that how it was? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Uh, but season four is going to be the final season of Preacher. It comes out this August. And I tell you what, if you told me four years ago that they were going to come out with a Preacher show, I would have been like, that's going to be tough to do. And then if you told me it's going to go for four seasons, I would say you're all goddamn liars. Like, yeah, there's no way there's an audience for this. But they've done, I think Seth Rogen um, and who is it, Evan Gold. Gold, what's Goldberg. the guy's name? Goldberg. I think yeah, they Evan did, Goldberg, the guys from like Super Bad. Yeah, yeah, as good a job as they possibly could have done with this show. And four, and in my mind, like four seasons is perfect. Four seasons is perfect because if you go back and like, how many books are there? Like five, five six, or six, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. It's a nice, it's a nice run. Uh, I know we both highly recommend it. Go, go check that out if you haven't read Preacher. Even whether you're watching the show or not, I would, I would at least read it. So that's coming back early August on AMC. Ryan, we don't do a lot of wrestling on the program, but it was WrestleMania weekend. Uh, there was all kinds of wrestling going on. Oh yeah, and I would say, I would say for non wrestling fans, the NXT show from Friday night. Now you either need the network or you need a friend that has the network to to watch it. But it's called NXT TakeOver New York. There was only five matches. They're all really good, but three of them are worth watching. Three of them are like you should go out of your way to watch them. And it like explains to people why you like wrestling. Like that's how good these matches were. Maybe this is what it's going to take to get me back into wrestling is watching some NXT. Because from what our our buddy, a friend of the podcast, The Fridge, yeah. Um, is constantly trying to get me to get the WWE network. He's out, He's even offered his login to have yeah. me watch some things. And I've kind Dude, of been like, you, I don't know. You know so take him up be, on it. Yeah. There's there's this one tag team uh, in NXT. They're called the War Raiders, but I call them the War Pigs. And they're these two dudes that are like Vikings. They have like a whole Viking intro. They're just big brutes. And they fought against Ricochet and Aleister Black. Ricochet might as well be in like Cirque du Soleil. Like he just like flips. He I does like you. a 720 or some bullshit. Like he's insane. I know who Ricochet is um, mm-hmm. and I've seen some of his stuff. And the only reason I know who he is, and this is going to be a terrible thing to say, is because he's dating oh, uh, Casey Catanzaro, who uh, she's something else. She was on American Wait, Ninja who Warrior. Is, who is that? Oh, Oh, I know who that is. Yeah, Casey. She's uh, she's in NXT now too, but she was the first woman to finish the course in uh, American Ninja Warrior. Oh, interesting. She's fun. So yes, she is. I think she might have been at an event that I worked at like last year. But oh, anyway, for the heads up on that. Well, I didn't realize your infatuation. <laughs> I would have given you a buzz, yeah. but so Ricochet is insane. Alistair Black might be my favorite guy right now. He is head to toe tatted up, and nice. he's from like the Netherlands, and like so you know he can handle himself like if it if it came to it. They make strong and people he does, up there. Yeah. Oh my God, they're nuts. And so his, <laughs> I think I might have said this on the podcast. It might have been on the wrestling podcast, or probably was with Rossi. But his intro, he comes from like the side of the ring. And he does like a, it looks like he's almost in like a coffin and it raises up like he's fucking Nosferatu. Nice. And he like comes up and then his music just like absolutely rips. It's like, it's some like that angry. Norwegian black metal stuff. Yeah. And like the yeah. first few words are like backwards. So you're like, what is Satan saying right now? What is Satan saying? And then he gets <laughs> in the ring and he's one of these guys that doesn't look like he can do the flips, but like he also can do the flips. So he's and a so, good match for like Ricochet. So they're in there. Oh doing my their god! Thing. So yeah, yeah. So their match is incredible. The next match is this guy Velveteen Dream versus Matt what a Riddle. Name. What Velveteen Dream is a good name. Yeah, yeah, he's a good name. Great character too. And then Matt Riddle is like a former UFC fighter convert into 
wrestling, and he put on a hell of a show. And then the last match was Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole Bebe. That's like his <laughs> shtick. Like every time he says Adam Cole, they say Bebe, and it's amazing because the crowd goes like he comes in, he's like it's Adam. Like or even if like the uh, like the announcer is like and it, like in this corner is Adam Cole, the whole crowd goes Bebe. It's perfect. <laughs> it's. <laughs> If I could have thought of that, I, I wish I did. Oh, because, you but anyway. Rich Keefe, baby! Baby! Yeah, Rich Keefe, baby. It's yeah. amazing. So <laughs> I'm telling you, watch those three matches. I don't know if they're on YouTube. They're obviously on the network, but watch those three and let me know what you think. Wow, I'll check them out. Incredible. Uh, Game of Thrones is finally back this weekend, Ryan. Uh, episode one, season eight, only six episodes left. And we are going to try to, once again, like last year, have a ton of Game of Thrones content throughout the season. Yep, we're gonna just just pile it on, just pile it on all just season. Just pile it on. We're never gonna get to do this again. No, we're not. So whether it's uh, Twitch, YouTube, bonus episodes on the podcast, it's all good. Also, our buddy Chris Shime, Shime Time, all seven of his season recaps are available on our Dork YouTube channel. So just go to youtube.com uh, slash Dork Podcast. Also, our Game of Thrones expert. On hashtag dork, our buddy Shark, he sent us an email, which I'll get to later. He sent us mm-hmm. a whole email with all kinds of predictions, who's going to live, who's going to die, et cetera, et cetera. So that's good news. Uh, Ryan, there's going to be a, uh, apparently in the works, a Hawkeye series on Disney Plus starring Jeremy Renner. Yes. Is this any, anything that you'd be interested in? Uh, yes, it is. Because the way it's been pitched to me is that um, while Jeremy Renner is going to be in it, that he is going to um, pass the torch, as it were, um, to his to daughter. The ne- no, to the the oh. next Hawkeye. So okay, so it's gonna be it's gonna have him in it. But um, all right, and uh, remember we've talked about this before. I feel like we've talked about this before, where Kate Bishop is the is the lady Hawkeye, and you're gonna like it because she has a dog. She has a dog companion. Oh, I love a dog. I yeah. love a good dog. So Jeremy Renner's going to be in it, and it's going to kind of be like this, like passing the torch on to Kate Bishop, which is like, you know, her, her thing. Here's so a, she's like Lady Hawkeye. Here's a question I just thought of after mm-hmm. you just said she has a dog. Who or who is the best fictional dog, whether it be movies, TV, video games, comics? I know we could do a whole episode on this. I know I'm probably going to forget several. The first one that comes to mind, I am a big Rolf fan from The Muppets. Rolf yeah, was and, amazing, and I'm going to tell you like this: you're going to be very upset. Um, you are. No, I think it's, this is this is public information now that you are um, having a child soon. I am. I am. I am with child. I will. Uh, you are with child. I, <laughs> I will tell you: do not watch the new Muppet Babies. Um, what they did, Rolf dirty man. There's no more Rolf in Muppet Babies. There's no Rolf. There's no. Who Rolf. plays the fucking piano? They replaced uh, they replaced Rolf with a a girl penguin named Summer who paints. So, oh my god! Oh so my stay god! With, I knew you would have a hard time with that. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad I'm the one who had to tell you though, because that's that's a real thing. Oh god! Well, he yeah. was great. So was uh, Sprocket from uh, Fraggle. From Fraggle Rock, yeah. Fraggle Rock was really good. There's, there's um, been you some mean, good like, dogs. Obviously, like Lassie. You know. Yeah, I mean, last is a classic. Fucking Otis from Milo and Otis. Baxter from Anchorman. What a great guy Baxter he was. Baxter was really good. Scooby. And despite what people say, I actually liked Scrappy-Doo. I know he's one of the least popular. He was voted, like, least popular character one year. 
Yes, but I'm a fan of Scrappy Doo. I thought he was always in the hijinks, but I, I thought he had a good heart. So I always, I, I think, I like him too. As, him. as you know, my dog has a bears a striking resemblance to Scrappy Doo. <laughs> he does look like Scrappy Doo because he, he has a little little body and an enormous head and like the same mm-hmm. coloring. So, and he's a little he's a little feisty little fella. So not he so is, much anymore. Yeah, he's yeah. old, but no, he's just walking around the house ripping pisses when he needs to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like Droopy the dog. Anyway, that's a whole episode for another time. Oh, uh, Ryan, the new trailer for The Lion King just came out. We tweeted that bad boy out at Dork Podcast. Yep. This film comes out July 19th. We got our first look at, uh, quote, live action Scar. What did you think? Uh, I, I, am I crazy? I think I'm nuts. I have no interest in this. I have none. I have no, I'm right there with you. And like everybody online is like, oh my God, it's amazing. But like, I just, I'm I, like, I don't know. This scar looks like shit. This scar looks like shit compared to the other scar. The other scar was scary. The other scar is like, is he the top four villain of all time? He's a scary one. As motherfuck. far as Disney goes, yeah. Yeah. Or what about just in general? No. Would you go Hannibal Lecter one, Michael Myers two, Scar three from Lion King? Yeah. Yeah. Never mind, you know, like. <laughs> There's been however many like superhero movies and you know just forgettable Where, yeah. villains, you know. Where would you put the old lady from Goonies? <laughs> the Frate- <laughs> Mama Fratelli? I don't know where I'd put be, her. Got to be got to be up there. Yeah, she's got to be up there. She's a she's a baddie, but she was kind of scary. Tough to look at. Me saying tough to look. Yeah, at. Lion King. I don't care. Again, it comes out July 19th. Standalone episode? Question mark? Question mark? No, probably not. No, no, no interest. But a lot of people seem to like it, so you guys can let us know how it is. Also, let me know how live action it is when you see it. Yeah, if there's a single human being in it, you can call it live right. action. Right. Fucking Siegfried and Roy, they're out there <laughs> yeah. rolling about. Can't be live action when none of it's live, you know? Do you so. think those guys ever did any, like, funny business with the Lions? Who? Siegfried and Roy? Yeah. Yeah, how do you think one of them got eight? <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Like I bet they were trying. Like, and I don't even. I'm not. I don't. I'm not suggesting they did anything like too far. Well, maybe I am. But like, uh, yeah, maybe they were like. I don't like the implication there. But um, but like, do you think maybe they were like showing off a little bit? Like, hey, come over here. Look at this. I can stick my whole <laughs> fist right inside his mouth. And the fucking lions. Like, are you kidding me, dude? Like, Again with this. It. Yeah. Hey, do you do you dare me to stick my head in his mouth? Well, well like, someone's like, all right, no, dude. You- would you rather us p- keep paying you a million dollars for your Vegas show or have a complete stranger <laughs> fist one of your lion or your tigers? <laughs> and then like, Siegfried's like, more money, more problems. And yeah, then, it was, no then doubt. it was over with. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. I would be as far as like animals to be in a in like an enclosed room with. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be as scary. Like for me personally, it would be like a really big snake. Like yeah. I would just, I would probably pass out and die. But like <laughs> as far as like, holy shit! Like this thing is so impressive. And if it wanted to kill me, it would kill me. It would be a lion. Let me ask you this question. I know we're completely off topic right now, but no, that's fine. I mean, what is that's fine? What is the largest animal you could engage in fisticuffs with and beat? Ostrich. You no way you could beat up an ostrich. Yeah, yeah, I could. Ugh. I could be an. I'd just, I just work the body. <laughs> <laughs> just start just wailing on the midsection. Yeah. Really wear it down, take just, its legs away. I mean, you got to like chop them down like a tree. Like anytime you get into a fight with yeah. somebody bigger than you, you got to, you got to take them down a peg. That's and I what, would just, yeah. I would just rain hooks down on the fucking <laughs> chest of the, of the giant up, bird. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Be, you wouldn't rain I'd down, be, you'd rain up. Yeah. 
I'd be uppercutting its chest cavity. Like, I said, like just, yeah. Anyone knows Why boxing. Won't? Faster guys, you're going to take their legs away. And how you do that is you take their wind, hit yeah. them in the body. You make sure that they have sex prior to the fight. <laughs> <laughs> with, with ladies of the night, friends of the road. Who, why, how, how, how big an animal would you take? Kangaroo. Oh, I heard they're tough critters. They are tough. You know what? But yeah. let me ask you this. This is my, and people give me a hard time about this, but I'm going to do this, break this down logically, all right? Yeah. yeah. If you and I were playing best two out of three rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. And you knew. I'd, I'd win. You would, I, I know you're, here's the thing. You throw the avalanche every single time. I know that. <laughs> it's just all rock all the time. So Nothing beats rock. If, if you knew that I was going to throw, if I was going to throw uh, scissors every, the first time, every time, how many times would you beat me? Every time. Every time. So like, if I know that the, the kangaroo's first move is going to be to kick me, I, I'm ready mm-hmm. for it. Because I can outthink yeah, it. But they can box you though too. You ever seen Tekken? I get behind it. I'm going to choke it out. You'd get behind the kangaroo. I'm gonna dodge the kick, get behind it, wrap it up, yeah, choke it out. What if he had like a little Joey in his pouch? I'm not fine. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You can't it's do like that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to fight a mother for God's mm-hmm. sakes. You no. know, you'd, no. you'd have to take the L, as they say. Well, here's here's a big market tease. There's one mother yeah. I'd want to fight. Who's that? We'll get to that in a minute. Oh, oh shit! That is a good mar- that is a good tease. Yeah. Um, would you be successful against any water animal? No. Mm-mm. No, I don't think so either. You're just really out of your... As, as excellent a swimmer as I am, you're just out of your element. <laughs> as buoyant as I am. I don't think that's I'm an happen. above average swimmer. I don't mind, I don't mind saying that. <laughs> I'm not telling tales out of school here. <laughs> I'm not, I, I'd put my swimming ability up against anybody's. So As long as you're, you just, and I are both wearing our long sleeve sun shirts, we can put our... <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm thinking more like indoor pool or <laughs> night swimming is where I really succeed. <laughs> Uh, Ryan, last bit of news. They, it, it just came out. American Horror Story Season 9. They had a teaser. The And I've been out for, like, honestly, like the last four or five seasons. Yeah, I've been I used out to since love the show. Hotel, I've been yeah. out since then. I don't even think I saw Hotel. This season is called 1984, the year Ya Boy was born. Yep. And it's all about, like, 80s slashers. I oh. think I might be in. I'll give it a look. Uh, just same cast, I assume. Probably. I didn't even see I couldn't even tell who the girl was, but they just it was like it looked like Friday the thirteenth style, then like yeah. a knife through the door. And I'm like, Oh, I like slashers. It's not Lady Gaga. Shit. She's too big time for that now, right? No, she's having Bradley Cooper's baby based on the inquirer. Seriously. So, anyway, Ryan, let's get to that's that's all the news fit to print. So let's see uh, get to your news. It's time for Davy's video game. So first, I would like to address. I'm I'm addressing this to one person, maybe two people in particular, Richard. Um, Good way to speak to the masses. <laughs> no, because this is this is a, this is a problem. So today, um, not to timestamp this, but on April 10th, uh, PlayStation Network went live. You can now change your name on PlayStation Network, and they gave you the first one for free. So, for instance, I've had the same PlayStation Network name since 2013, which has been some oh. time. Um, oh yeah. And so I go on, and I've been waiting for this all day. And so I've been, you know, I, we're, we're trying to brand here. You know, we're trying to get everything on the right. same brand. So I go, yes. R-V-O-N-D. And what do I find, Richard? Some that, jack wagon. Some Johnny-come-lately scooped Ugh. it from me. So I'm like, all right, fine. So I went R-V-O-N-D-603, also gone. 
What? So it is just, it's astounding to me. That sucks. And now whoever to, I'm addressing this to you, Mr. Name Squatter. We are enemies. We are enemies forever. Forever. And if I ever (laughs) find you, I'm going to hit you in the head with a brick. So there that is. So thanks, PlayStation. Thank you very much. Oh, no Arvon D. Unbelievable. Uh, Who's the other Arvon D? Because you got it on Twitter. So I don't know how you, yeah, that's just. There aren't any. Someone someone has to be like name squatting on it. But anyway, (laughs) um, speaking of imposters, uh, Fortnite in their newest patch has released that they're going to have respawning now. Uh, where when your fallen teammate falls, they drop a card, and you can go and deliver that card to a beacon, which is a van, and the person will reappear within seconds. So now, oh, what a fresh idea! What That's a, fresh, a pretty smart idea. They're, not they even, never, yeah. they're not even trying to hide it. <laughs> like, they, they, all right, this game's doing better than us, so let's just like take everything that they do. Yeah, and like, like pawn and it off as our own. They've changed. They've officially changed the name to Fortnite Legends. It's Fort Pex. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, so they what just are we like, doing here? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a dog um, and pony show. It, it it really is. Stop playing this game. And it just it's right. over with. It's over. This is the Macarena of video games at this point. Like it's done. It is. Um, just pull the plug. So speaking of Apex, they are uh, they released some new skins. So people were getting um, like Apex packs with like new weapon skins in it for something called the L Star, which is a game from Titanfall. So this is going to be the new like big time energy weapon. Um, that and it, it kind of leaked by accident because, like I said, people were getting skins for it before the gun was actually in the game. Oh wow! Okay, so so it's the again, it's a it's a gun from Titanfall. It's a big energy like um, uh, energy weapon. It's going to be a legendary one. So that's uh, that's all the news. That's the way Ooh. the news goes. Kept it short this well time. Well done, well done, Ryan. Uh, are you ready now for the topic du jour? Sorry, the topic du jour. I got, I got nothing. Oh, it's the topic of the day. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's the topic of the day. And today, Ryan, it is uh, Shazam! Shazam! The latest, the latest film in the DCEU or the worlds of DC. They can't even name their own goddamn universe. But no, seriously. Shazam is the film. It is two hours and 12 minutes long. Last check on the Rotten Tomatoes, rocking a 91% by the critics and a 90% from mm-hmm. the audience, which is really, really good. And as we always do with movies and TV reviews and the occasional video game review, we begin non-spoiler. And I'll ask you, Ryan, did you like it? Yeah. I think I did. Yeah. How'd okay. you, what do you think? Did you like it? I, I did. Yeah. I liked it. I, I, you know what? You know. You know. <laughs> I, I liked it. I you did. I found know? my... I fa- you know, you know, I I found myself liking it. Sure did, Ryan. What did you think of the story of the film? Again, it's an origin story. Clearly, what did yep. you think of the story? Eh, I thought that was okay. It was I mean, very a bit, form, obviously, you know. it's yes, cookie cutter, formulaic, super cookie paint cutter. by numbers, whatever, <laughs> however you want to call it. It was, it was all of those things. At least a new spin on a character. Like you think about going all the way back to. Like, let's start it with, like, Blade. Like, when we were in high school, Blade came out to now. We've seen so many origin stories. Like, think about how many Spider-Man movies we've seen. And, like, you know what I mean? So so just that alone, Shazam itself was kind of refreshing because it's a new character on screen. So, like, that part of it I liked. And you still have to do a lot of the same stuff. Like, oh, my God, like, what are my powers? I just, I don't know how to use my powers. Oh, look, there's a villain. And then, you know what I mean? Like, all that stuff throughout. But... They, I think they did a pretty, especially compared to some of the other DC movies, which we'll get into. 
I thought it was. I thought it was good. It was fun. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, like I said, the story was a little bit formulaic, but like it's a nice twist. Who knew that there were orphans still in the world? You know. Yeah. Sure. Like sure. orphans are are still a thing. In, orphans in for sure are. Yeah. Yep. Orphans. Big orphans. Uh, the action in the movie, Ryan. Um, pretty good. I thought. I thought it was decent. You know, it was a little. Yeah, little I thought goof, it had its little moments. goofy at times, but. You know, yeah. I thought it was uh, very. It was pretty well done. Yeah, I agree with that. Like it, it was definitely fine. It wasn't bad by any means, but it wasn't like holy shit. You see what they did? You yeah, know, it wasn't no, uh, either. No blasted nips. No nips were blasted in this. Uh, no, in this movie, my nips, hats, and socks stayed on for the they movie. They did. They did, but not in like a bad way. They weren't like completely let down. They just stayed on my person. Yep. The comedy of the film. Did you Did you have a laugh? Yeah. So that was the highlight of the movie. It was like I thought. You know, you know. Historically, I was very down on this movie. Um, I you was were not when it came out. It. Yeah, no, you um, weren't. I was not, and I um, I found that this is probably the best job they could have done with like a completely ridiculous idea. You know, and I think yeah, they, I mean, the, the idea of Shazam is pretty crazy. It's crazy, but like the way it was presented and the way that the hu- the the way they used the humor was the best part of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the kid who played Freddie Freeman w- like stole the show. I thought that kid was hilarious. Yeah, that he kid. was in it. He was in like the first it movie. Yes, he was one of the, one of the dudes. Yep. He was he was good. I thought Zachary Levi was really good as as the main character yes. Billy Batson slash Shazam. I thought he was really, or Shazam. I thought he was. I thought he was good. There was no. I'm trying to think. I don't think there was any character that I hated or like actor. Cause like sometimes with me, it's not even the characters. Like for some reason I just get really annoyed with a certain actor, like the way he or she does things. But in this movie, not that I loved everybody, but there was nobody that drove me nuts. No, it was great. It was nice too, to have DC have like a movie that was kind of light, you know? Yeah. Right. I uh, had right. dark elements to it, but they, then they kind of made fun of it, which was, which yeah. was kind of good. Yeah, so. they did. Like they would, they would call out some of the stuff. It was more, I, yeah, it was m- more MCU ish in a way. Yeah, right. Like it kind of it kind of fit in there a little bit. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good. Like the characters, especially for not having such a well known background, like Batman or Superman right. or Wonder Woman or whatever. I thought they did a good job. So compared to the other movies in this universe, and this movie is in this universe uh, at least for now. For who knows how long they end up doing this for. I'll throw out a movie, and then you say if it's better or worse than, and I will okay. also answer it. Uh, is it better or worse than Man of Steel? Better. I agree. I think it's better. Is it better or worse than Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice? It's better, definitely better than that. It is significantly better than that. Is it better or worse than Suicide Squad? Way better than Suicide Squad. <laughs> it's better than that. Here we go. Is it better or worse than Wonder Woman? Slightly worse than Wonder Woman. I yeah, thought I, yeah, I like Wonder Woman a little bit more than I like this. Yeah. Wonder Woman a little bit more serious, although they did like with the fish out of water stuff, there was still some comedy in Wonder Woman. Yes. Um Yeah, I think I like Wonder Woman more too. Uh, better or worse than Justice League? Um better. I think it was better. Like Justice League was just like you go. You pay your money, you sit down, you eat your popcorn, you enjoy it, you leave, you never think you about it again. You row your boat, you stink. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like a, a complete non-factor. It was like, okay. Like I said, and that's the worst review I ever give movies. It's like, well, it's fine. You know, so. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. Like, Justice League was, like, I don't know, like, some of, like, the Fast and the Furious movies where it's like, you have a good time while you're watching it, and then you walk away, and you're like, oh, okay. I don't really need to revisit that. I liked it. I had fun. Yeah, we're good there. I've still only seen that movie once, and that's I'm good there. 
You know? Justice League, yeah, that's probably all I need. Now, this one, so we seem to be pretty eye-to-eye on the DC movies. Mm-hmm. Where Better or worse than Aquaman? Um, I found this to be better than Aquaman only because there's a difference between, like, silly and goofy. Like, I feel like there were times where, like, Shazam was a little it was it was silly, but it was like intentionally done that way. And I felt like when Aquaman yeah, like Aquaman tried to be silly, it just didn't it was just like goofy and weird, you know? Yeah, I think Aquaman was was still like some it Aquaman looked cooler than Shazam did. Yeah. Yeah, like just I think with some of like the action scenes were better and like just where it was and like it looked cooler. But Shazam had less like bullshit in it. You yes. know, like some some of the stuff in Aquaman, you're like, all right, like, okay. Whereas Shazam was like everything in the movie had to do with the movie and the character. Yeah, <laughs> and like and he I, just sort of. And that was it too. I so thought it was probably the, better. The pacing of this movie was a little bit better in that, like you said, it kind of like okay, we're, we we got to get through a lot here, so we're gonna go fast. Whereas Aquaman, yeah. there were times where it was just like okay, like come on, you know, we get it. Yeah, like let's you know, just, Ocean let's Master hates hates the. Uh, Hates the land people and Black Manta hates the water people. Like we get it. Like just, right. just like go. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I I agree. It, whereas yeah, Shazam better. So I mean, I'm with you. So Wonder Woman, I think is still the best DC movie, but there's a good argument for Shazam being the second best. Yes. Uh, there is a mid and an end credit scene. I know everybody's used to that in the uh, Marvel movies, but there is both here for Shazam. So stick around for those. I guess the other question would be: Is this a theater movie, Ryan, for you? Um, no. I mean, I know. Yeah, like, I don't think you. Someone was I don't telling think you us have the, to. No, someone was telling us at the live show that like there was like this huge pop, like you wouldn't get at home. Like when they said like the kids said Shazam and like turned into Shazam, there was always like this big like boom. But like, yeah, okay. I mean, most most superhero movies have that sense. But like again, so this this may I don't whether this makes sense or not. This is how I feel. Shazam is better than Aquaman, but Aquaman is more of a you want to see it like an IMAX compared to Shazam. Oh yeah, God yeah, I, I agree you know what I mean. That. Like it yeah. just that it would be so much better. Where Shazam, you could still watch it at home. Like you mm-hmm. could you know you could watch it there. And with all the movies that are coming out this year, and like say you know you're you're not trying to spend twenty bucks every single week on movies. Like you could probably take a pass on it. Yeah, and um, at least for now. I mean, when it comes out, definitely go, de- definitely watch it uh, if you haven't yet. But I don't know. And I'm, I'm, glad, like, I'm just glad I scored one, what of those, doing. one of those free passes you had at the live show because I'm glad oh, yeah. that I didn't have exactly. to pay for it. I didn't have to pay for it. There you go. Because right. I kind of would have found, like, eh, you know, I'd be like, eh, I don't really want to. You know, if I had to pay for it, I'd be like, I don't really want to go. Yeah. But. So hopefully we'll get some more of those. We've gotten a couple of them. And so follow at Dork Podcast, and uh, we, we'll try to give them out. Especially if we get them, we will give some out if you guys are – Listening to the podcast, following the podcast, things like that. We might even give them out yeah. within the podcast. That might be the way to do it. Yeah, we get, every, get, we get everything these, we need. You know, we, make people we, listen to it all the time. We're just yeah, trying to help other people it. at this point. You know, Ryan, what would your hashtag dork score be for Shazam? Four and a half. Half stone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're still doing that. We do half stones. Yeah. Okay. We do half stones. I yeah. When I left the theater, I was thinking this is without question like a strong four. Mm-hmm. Like I'm putting it, I, I think I'm going rock hard four because I want to say I gave Captain Marvel a four and a half. I think I gave Wonder Woman a four and a half, and it doesn't mean they all can't be. And then you can just kind of rank them within there. But I made I made change by the end of the episode. But I'm going to go four for right now. For I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this is someone right now, and this this might shock some people. Ready for the hot chili? Of course I am. I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed Captain Marvel. 
Well, actually, he is Captain Marvel. So, well, in, the, in, the, in the matchup of Captain Marvels, you, you preferred the, uh, the the DC Captain Marvel. <laughs> that was a good. They don't call that was him a good that. Professor Frank. You just did, by the way. Oh, thank you, thank you. That's also my Keith Law impression when I make fun of Keith Law on the radio. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Anything else? Uh, non. Oh, that's a good take, though. So you like this more than Captain Marvel? I, I like Captain I, Marvel I more, enjoyed, but really, I enjoyed yeah. this movie more than I enjoyed Captain Marvel. Yeah, that's fine. Captain that's, Marvel that's might the have been the, the most anticipated movie of the year, so I can't say anything some, with that. Some did say. Some did some say did that. Say. So it, some it's, did say. in terms of its importance in the MCU, I'm I'm down with that. And for that reason, I'll probably watch Captain Marvel again. Uh, Shazam, mm-hmm. I don't know. But while I watched it, I, I found myself laughing out loud more at Shazam and having a better time at the at the movies than I did with Captain yes. Marvel. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm, I'm right now. I'm on four, but I could teeter. I could be talked it up. I'm certainly, yeah. I'm certainly closer to a four and a half than I am a three and a half. Mm-hmm. So, uh, shall we get to spoilers? Sure. Spoilers. All right. Spoilers. 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 Uh, the first thing that jumped out to me, and I, I think it was sort of, uh, it might have been reported at, at one point, but no Black Adam in this movie. Nope. Now Black Adam. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be The Rock. Might get his own standalone movie. But when Shazam was in development for like a long time, like years ago, they talked about making a Shazam movie. And Black Adam was going to be the main villain. Like the Black Adam is one of Shazam's main villains. Anyway, he's also kind of like an anti-hero and all that stuff. I think he was referenced, though, because you remember when uh, the, like, the main wizard is talking, like he's trying to like recruit Billy. Yep. And he's like, you know, I had I had a guy... And like he took this power for bad type of thing. Yes, I I assume that's Black Adam. I, I, right? I assume the same thing. I'm like, all right, they're talking about Black yeah. Adam because he has the black outfit with the same mm-hmm. lightning thing on it. So yeah, it's the same deal. So I assume that's Black Adam, and maybe we'll still get his standalone movie. I don't know. I don't even. Think that, I don't think they have a date for that. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, also. The new Fifty Two, like, remember when DC like years ago launched, like they redid everything, and it was called yeah. the New Fifty Two, and so now they did it a couple years ago, and they called it Rebirth. So they're constantly doing that. But anyway, the New Fifty Two storylines, I read a ton of New Fifty Two stuff. Yes, you I did. did not read. I did not read Shazam, and that was written by Jeff Johns, who's one of the better DC writers. He actually has a lot to do with the movies now too. But apparently, the New Fifty Two run of Shazam they take a ton from that and put in this movie with the exception of black Adam, black Adams in that comic book run. But like mm-hmm. a lot of the other stuff, like the family that the family that Billy has, the foster family, yep. it's like identical to that in the comics. Oh really? Wow. Which is kind of, kind of neat. I thought one of the things Ryan, that I didn't think was necessarily a strength of the movie was the villain once again. Yes. And I heard one of actually one of the, one of the young men I work with was like, you know, and this was very intelligent for a teenage boy to say. He's like, it's usually like it's a bad movie when I don't remember the bad guy's name. Like it does is a good point. Like it doesn't matter. Like, like I, I obviously we know what it is because we're we're paid tons of money to know what this guy's name is. But like, right. you, you wouldn't necessarily if you, if you weren't really paying no, attention, you wouldn't not. really know it. You'd be like, because it doesn't matter. No, no, and he's not. So Doctor Savannah, yeah, uh, it was I, apparently. He was ranked in like the top 100 villains of all time by IGN, but like, how many people know who this guy is? Like, nobody does. No, and the thing, like, he's not even the most famous. He's not even the most famous Shazam villain. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at least to me, he's not. And so it's Doctor Savannah and the Seven Deadly Sins that are r- roaming about. And you know, his story, as good as you know Billy's was, you know, his story was like kind of lame. Like you, you have daddy issues. Like, still, yeah, that's it. 
Like you're a successful doctor. Like you've made your way in the world. Like, and you still like that night in the car, like cut it out, dude. Right. Like Like your dad, like your dad laughed at you once and now you have him killed. Yeah. And you throw your brother out the window. (laughs) Like, cause yeah, you, like you yeah. kill your you kill your family your with like dick. these statue monsters. Yeah. With these statue monsters, did you also find it odd? So it's the seven deadly sins that uh, Billy Batson, the kid, knew all of the seven deadly sins. Yeah, because I sure as hell didn't. Like, I was like, I, the only reason I know like as many as I do is from the movie Seven. Well, I mean, I it's just one of those things. Like, you know what they are, but like obviously the fat one's gluttony. Like obviously yeah. the one with they they mention greed and he has like a bunch of like different arms. I assume Raph yeah. is the one with wings, you know. But I was do I was doing the thing where I was like counting them, and I'm like, all right, well, if those blah, blah, blah. I'm like, there's not seven of them, and then it yeah. made sense that obviously he needed to have one of them inside of him and able to do all that. Yep, bullshit. And it's the one that uh, he was like closely yeah. con- closest connected to. So yeah, so I mean, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, you have the they sh- they the movie opens with the kid version of the villain and then you see how he becomes the villain and then it flash forward to to later on and the the Billy Batson story like okay i mean i know that i guess this exists out there but his mother like what the fuck just are a we piece just here? a piece of shit human being and like that like was like the worst mother in the world like it's just like but she's she takes him to a carnival yeah so it's not like she's just like completely neglecting the child and things like that and just like abandons him. No, she takes him to the thing. She's throwing darts trying to win him a prize. Yeah, and he he's gets like, lost. At the time and then he's she's like, like four. Yeah. You know? So right. She- <laughs> she's had she she got through like a lot of the tough times. Yeah. I'm sure it's always tough, but I'm just saying like she got through like the early going there. She was like a what she said, she was seventeen when yeah. she had him. So at this point she's gotta be in her early twenties and then she just like leaves him and then she's like, Yeah, actually now would be a good time to bail. And then on top of that they can't trace it back to her at all. Yeah. Like what? And like, I mean, the kid maybe didn't not. Think, I don't know. The kid didn't think to look for her like maiden name. Like that seemed, so that seemed to, okay. So suspension of disbelief. I get it. We're, we're going getting into fallen kingdom no, territory here. And the other thing too, right, is right, like right. <laughs> he meets his mother and that was a pretty, he's like, you know, the whole movie, he's like, fuck these people like this foster family. And then he's yeah. like, he turns out his mom's a scumbag. He's like, oh no. All right. I like you guys now. Like that was a pretty serious one eighty. Yeah, he really did. Oh, by the way, yeah, no, best foster family of all time. By the way, oh my god, right? They were awesome. The mom and the dad and the whole family was awesome and just multicultural, and everyone's happy and everyone gets along. No one's angry, you know. Just amazing. One of my issues with the movie, and it's maybe why I have it closer to a four. And I'm I'm with you, like suspension of disbelief. For you know me for sure. Yeah. But the kid Billy Batson and Shazam. They're the same per like they're supposed to be the same person. Yeah. But I didn't get that sense at all. Like the kid version to me never said anything funny. And then no. when he's Shazam, he's like sneaky hilarious. Yeah, and I think that was he's kind of like a morose, kind of quiet kid. And then when he's Shazam, he's yeah. like super you know, he's super outgoing and maybe maybe that's part of the whole thing, but you know, he's he's yucking it up, he's taking selfies with people, like he's he's performing, and this is a kid who's been like in the background the whole time. You know what I mean? So that was like, like you said, it just didn't really mesh, really. Yeah, that to me, it kind of, it kind of missed because the short time that you see the rest of his family all as like the rest of his brothers and sisters as also like Shazams or wizards or whatever, yeah, they they seem to still embody their original selves. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they still like the like the little girl who is like the sweetest girl in the world. Like yeah, she goes the to talks to Santa like, Claus. <laughs> 
Yeah, like she acts this. She act the same. Whereas he, it seemed like two different people. And I don't know. And I would assume that's more like the kid's fault because I think they cast Zachary Levi to do Zachary Levi stuff and sort of act like that. And like yeah. that character's supposed to be funny, like like a PG Deadpool almost. You know, Kinda, like yeah. he's supposed to be kind of funny and like. I don't know. That was that was one hang up I had because like every time he would like go back and forth, I'm like, this kid's just like a sad sack. And then like, and maybe part of it is, all right, this is awesome. Like I'm a superhero, it's awesome. But then also there's a lot of the things where he was like yelling at his little or his brother, being like, you're you know, you just wish this was you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah. Dude. I think he actually uh, says no shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, no shit is right. Yeah. Um, there was also throughout the movie there was a ton of Batman references and yes. Superman references. And even in the store, it wasn't as in your face as Batman, Superman, but there was, I spotted like a cyborg and a Wonder Woman like figure. Yep. And then obviously the, the Freddie Freeman's wearing the uh, Aquaman shirt too. Yeah. He's got the Superman backpack and everything. So like the Justice League is clearly in the universe yep. and like they've been around for like a little bit. Yeah. Which is, which was kind of cool. And, you know, obviously in the end, you know, that plays a big role into it, but, um, you know, it was that was a nice little nod. And I'm glad that they kind of tied it in. I seriously thought if anyone was going to show up in this movie, it was going to be the Flash. Yeah, I was um, waiting for somebody. Now, technically, uh, Superman shows up. Yes, but I, I thought since the Flash movie is still technically being mm-hmm. made, I thought that he would show up. Yeah, I thought Black Adam. I honestly did. I was like, well, maybe they will still do this, but they they didn't. But Superman shows up, and it's just they obviously couldn't get Henry Cavill, and so it's. Neck down Superman showing up at lunch, which is enough, Shazam, which was kind of cool. But on the other hand, like um, my my mind's like, well, based on the timing, like at what point did he meet Superman and like what time at what point, you know, because at ah, just because Freddie, Freddie was also a superhero at that point when he was eating lunch. Yes. It's like, so does, does he also know Superman or like, did you go do a caper on your own? I'm like, what what the hell? Maybe I maybe ran over (laughs) to Metropolis to like, hey, I need you. I need a favor. Like you've seen and me in the news. Like, hey, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, uh, but I thought it was cool. it was a cool scene. Like when they uh, the whole all the kids got like their powers and they're all in the suits and they were all just like here we go. And then when they were going back in between like the worlds kind of thing and yeah. like through the doors, I thought I thought that was pretty good. Like opening the different doors and like crazy shit was in all of them. And you're like, all right, don't do that. Don't don't do that, please. <laughs> the other thing too is I I really liked um ah oh shit what was I gonna say um. Like when, so about, when the yeah. kid becomes Shazam, when Billy Batson becomes Shazam, and I was talking to my wife mm-hmm. about this because we watched it together. Like he does all the things that I would have done if I were given superpowers yes. at like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, that is a good. Like that's a whole good like little montage. Like he and Freddie, and they're just like testing stuff out. And I love how he's like testing. He's like writing stuff down, like what they could yeah. do. And he's like <laughs> sneaky, like can he catch on fire? Test. You know what I mean? Like, it's just but like, even the, and even then like, when he's like going into the strip club. Yeah, or being like, I would, I would enjoy some of your finest beer, please. You know, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> and then when they're when they're in the convenience store, and and uh, he like shoots them, and then Freddy's like, "Is it the suit that's bulletproof, or is it your skin?" He's like, "Shoot him in the face." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> or when they're talking to the security guard, he's like, "I am coming from the business office." Or whatever. Oh, that was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really good. He comes popping in any anytime you have like a big trench coat like that is always good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It is. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're right. So Freddie Freeman was good. He was he was one of the funnier 
characters in the whole movie. And I love that thing where they said, like, you just have one of those faces that always looks like you're up to something. He's like, what? (laughs) He's like, me? No, I don't. (laughs) Yeah, you do. And then he, uh, the guy calls him out on it. Yeah. That was pretty good. But yeah, I like the family a lot. I think all the scenes with like the foster family was good. That was, uh, you know, and we'll see what happens. It looks like there will be a sequel to yeah. this, by the way. And the word I would use That's would be, char- it was charming. It was a very charming it was. part of the movie. It was yeah. a delight. It was, mm-hmm. it, was a, it was a delight. So the ending, I mean, it kind of ties it up in a nice little bow. Like you can, it was kind of predictable, but it was still, you know, it was what it was. Uh, the mid credit scene, Ryan, you get uh, Dr. Savannah is imprisoned. Mm-hmm. He's doing the thing, writing on the walls. I love that. Always a sign that you're crazy when you write on the walls. Yep. Like, that's one of my He's trying to get back in that now, door. If you write just straight up on the wall, that means you're crazy. But if you write on paper and then hang it up on the wall, that means you're trying to solve a crime. Yes. That means you're fine. Big difference. And if Big you, difference. Oh, yeah. You're fine. You're just, you just want to you know, get rid of some of the clutter. Yeah, not only that, but like, who is saying if someone buys a bunch of red string, are people like, oh, he's yeah. he's making something in his basement, isn't he? Like he's, he's connecting some connecting dots. I've always wanted to do that. By the way, <laughs> I've always like I just need something to solve. Yeah. But I've always wanted to like get all the clues, get like the list of suspects, and like just pictures, start, like, get like random head like eight by yep. ten glossy headshots of everybody. Couple of headshots. I want you to couple sit, of. Yeah, uh, we're gonna light this up. We're gonna make it black and white. We're gonna make it look really good. So like for my wall. Well, then I'm gonna go go to the local convenience store. I'm gonna buy a newspaper, and then I'm gonna cut out the headline, and I'm gonna post that too. <laughs> you need you need newspaper headlines. Thumbtacks. We need more thumbtacks. That'd be a good scene. Yeah. Just the whole the whole thing. We're like, what are you guys doing? Like, we're just. We're solving crimes, <laughs> cold Dude, cases. That would be an awesome scene where you like, well, it's like them at Staples and they have like red string and like tons of fucking yeah. thumbtacks and like glue what, sticks. What are you guys up to? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, just uh, solving crimes, just arranging the evidence in a, uh, it'll make sense. It'll make sense way. to us. If you yep. look at it, you won't make, but to us, it makes sense. It's a web. It's a, it's a whole you thing. To, you, have, you have to relax your eyes. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, you need to focus your eyes. No, 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 I don't no think you that's relax right them. And then you focus gotta, no, them. No, no, no. Just, just take her, just relax them. Yeah. Oh, God. So anyway, so he's in there writing on the actual wall. So he's a psychopath because he's writing on the on the wall, no paper. And then he gets a visit from a two-inch alien caterpillar yeah. named Mr. Mind who's talking to him. Which is like, did you find this to be a little bit seri- too serious? Like, I was, like, a little bit, like, okay. Uh, like I wasn't sure what to think. And, like, so I don't know a lot about this character. I'm not, I am aware of the character, though. And so I was, like, oh, boy. Like, because Shazam itself is already wild, right? Like, the little kids, they're superheroes, and they're kids again. They're kids, they're superheroes. And you're just, like, uh, so now we have, could this really be the main villain in Shazam 2? A, like, earthworm or, like, a bug or whatever? Well, when people That's like I got much. tipped off to this, and I thought oh, that someone said mastermind. No, and I was like, "Well, that doesn't make sense." And then I was like, "Oh," and it was like, I, "To no. be completely honest with you, and Mr. I feel like a dummy. Mind. I have never heard of Mister Mind prior to this movie." No, you're not a dummy. You're not a dummy at all. He is a two-inch alien worm <laughs> who wears glasses, uh, spectacles, wears a bespectacled <laughs> worm with a voice box. <laughs> he wears glasses. He uh, has. High intelligence and telepathic powers. That he communicates through like a tiny little, spe- little yeah. Bluetooth speaker that he fashioned for himself. 
He's like a gorilla grod, except, you know, worm of thousandth of the size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So according to uh, Mr. Mind's Wikipedia page, his abilities, advanced mind control, hypnosis, mental image projection, limited invulnerability, ability to spin super strong silk at high speeds. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's his limited invulnerability? If you step on him or you put him under a magnifying glass, that'll kill him? Yeah, he'd be dead. Oh, he's from <laughs> Venus. Yeah, he is. He's from I thought Venus. women I were from that. Venus. I thought men were from Mars. Oh, boy. That's a, Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go. <laughs> we so his to, first, how about lost this? Our minds. Yeah, no, I think when I was fighting ostriches earlier in the episode, yeah. that would be bad. <laughs> So his his first real appearance, I had no idea about this, was in Captain Marvel Adventures number 26. Yes. August of 1943. <laughs> He's a fucking old character. He's an old timer. Mr. Mind. Mr. Mind, there that is. All right. Let's let's uh, move on there. <laughs> okay. About yep, him. Good idea. Yeah. Good <laughs> idea. So that, that's the mid credit scene. So that <laughs> could be Shazam too. I don't know. Um, let's see. Uh, the post, you just get uh, Shazam looking at the fish, Freddy and Shazam talking about fish, and basically saying, like, either how useful or useless Aquaman would be. Yeah, and they're kind <laughs> of, like, it. making fun of it, which is... Yeah. And it's like, well, it would, it's still pretty cool to be talk to, like, billions of fish, and he's like, eh, not that cool. Like, yeah, I thought, like, what would you do with them? Really not that cool. He's like, well, you, yeah, he's like... Like yeah, all right. <laughs> I would. I do. One thing I'd say about Shazam is I do want to see him with other DC characters. Yes, like how how he would interact with some of the Justice League characters. They needed somebody else to sort of like lighten them up a little bit. Well, uh, a lot, a lot. And I think uh, actually a lot. Yeah, Aquaman tried to do it, didn't wasn't that successful. And I think Shazam did a a really good job with that. Yeah, because like I know in Justice League, like the Flash was trying to be funny and like. It didn't really work no, for me. No, because everyone else was so serious, you know? Yeah. So that's why yeah, that didn't so you work. Yeah, need something else. Yeah, you're right. So I, th- I think Shazam would, would help. He'd sort of literally brighten up the whole thing. Show enough. Uh, so the, it, it has been announced. So I think there's definitely going to be a Shazam 2. Who knows when it's going to be out. The other DCEU movies that currently have release dates, uh, Birds of Prey, February of 2020. Mm, the Suicide Squad. Yeah, The Suicide Squad is in 2021. And then you get what? Wonder Woman 1984. Yep. That's in June of 2020. Not an American Horror Story 1984, but Wonder Woman. No, no, no. Wonder Woman. Uh, the Batman in uh, June of 2021. You know that Ben Affleck's not going to be the Batman? No. I yeah, no, that. he's not in it. Yeah, he's not in that. Is that, news, that, is that news that just came out? Yeah, we got to let's start the podcast over. Okay. Let's, 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 start, <laughs> let's start there. Uh, then the Suicide Squad, The Flash. This it just says twenty twenty one, but uh, there's no other date to it. And then Aquaman two comes out December of twenty twenty two. Hey Ryan, Oof. don't hold your breath for that one. Am I right? Oh uh, yeah, I'm not. I don't think we're gonna no, get, get it. There. It's a it's a water. Well, I get, I get that. Hold, hold your breath underwater. I get it. Don't hold your breath. Yep. Um. If you had the option of seeing all of these movies or none of these movies, what option wow. would you pick? That's if I all right. So I ha, if I have to see all of them or I see none mm-hmm. of them. Yep. Oh, I might go with none so, of them. So and and throw Shazam two on there too because I think that's gonna that, that is gonna be. Made. I might so see one, none of two, them. three, four, five, six, seven, or none of them. Yeah. 
And that's bad. I know that's bad, but like there are half of these movies I just don't want to see. I know it kind of sucks. It's like if especially if we weren't doing the podcast, it's like there's I don't there's not a lot of interest in it. It's like I mean, I'll see the Batman because, you know, Batman. Curiosity Curiosity killed the cat. Like, I'm going to see Joker. But, you know. Yep. Oh yeah, Joker we're going to see. Although that's its own thing. That's its own other. thing, but yeah, we're going to see it. Mm. Mm. Anything else on Shazam, Ryan? Shazam. Uh, I, I would say it's, it's worth a view. It's worth a view. It's got heart. It's got some. It's got. Some, it's got a lot of humor in it. Um, like sneaky funny. Um, I thought one of my favorite parts uh, at the end was when uh, Santa Claus started swearing on camera. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> or when they're all like holding the staff, and he's like, "All right, say my name," and everyone's like, "Billy." And he's like, "No, no, the other, the other name." I, for whatever reason, I, that tickled me a little bit. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, overall, overall it was good. I mean, I, I liked it. And I think it's got a good chance at the end of the year when we look back at like surprise good movies from 2019, like that, that could be up at the top. Yeah. Yeah. We so. didn't draft this one though. Right. I, I was purposely, we didn't draft this. So no, I think goo did. I think it was a goo pick. Oh yeah. So this is no damage pick. there. So that's good. It was a goo. <laughs> Ryan, are you, uh, are you ready for, yes, yeah, so that's, that's going to put the ball on Shazam. Are you ready for the email of the episode? Yeah, let's do it. So Shark, our uh, Game of Thrones expert, he emailed in and he just wanted to share a few quick Game of Thrones thoughts after listening to our last episode. And first, he starts out by saying he loves Shime Time and he's happy to pass the hashtag dork Game of Thrones crown onto Shime Time. So congratulations, Shime. You have you are now <laughs> sitting on the throne as the Game of Thrones expert. On the, the Game of Thrones right, you, throne. <clears throat> throne. Uh, here's some of his predictions, uh, varying degrees of confidence, he says. So weigh in on these, Ryan. John and Danny's baby will sit the throne at the end and will be raised by Tyrion. I think that's a pretty popular that opinion. That is a now. popular opinion, yes. <clears throat> yeah, I like that one. He thinks Jamie kills Cersei. So do I. I hope so. Um, I think so. He says Sam will figure out how to make Valyrian steel, but his storyline is still boring and he sucks. Uh, that and I think he will be the uh, what do they call it the um, maester. the maester of King's Landing yeah. and he'll he'll be the the one who ra- basically raises Danny and John's mm-hmm. kid. I like this prediction. He says that Danny is going to turn to the dark side and then will be killed by John. Nah, uh, yeah, maybe. I like that one. I, I I love the Mad Queen theory. I love that. So I hope yeah. I hope that happens. I don't know if John kills her or not, but I hope she like. Goes nuts or and tries to burn maybe King's she Landing kills down. John, and that's a whole thing, and then Arya takes her out. Ooh, I would like that. I would like that as well. I would like that very much. Uh, Shark says, Sansa is the only remaining Stark by the end of the show and will be in Winterfell, because as he says, there must always be a Stark in Winterfell. Yep. I like that. Yep. He thinks Arya dies and it sucks, but we'll get to see her wolf and her wolf army one more time. That'd be cool. Arya would be the worst death for that me would be the bad. whole show outside of the dragon. That'd be the worst one. I'm really rooting for her. But a wolf pack. Holy smokes, that'd be great. That would be great. That would be good. Uh, Shark says the hound will kill Zombie Mountain, but he will die as well before the end of the show. He will, su- he will succumb that. to his wounds. Yep. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Uh, he says Mira Reed and her dad, Howlin, will find the children of the forest to help fight the White Walkers. All right. I think that makes sense. Yeah. I think you're going to have to get the children of the forest. Like, they wouldn't talk about them if they didn't kind of pay that off at some point. Uh, Shark says we'll see ice spiders at some point. Oh. Look out. They play System of a Down. You down with that? When they play spiders with the mm, spiders coming out? Oh, of course. Uh, I would love that very much. 
Shark says we won't find out what's up with uh, Jagan Hagar and we'll be pissed about it. I would be pissed about you it. You would be pretty pissed about out. that? Yeah. Yeah, I would be really pissed. He says old Nan's stories are true. Ice Spiders plus the final episode ends with the Men in Black ending. I don't know what he's talking about there. He said it, he said it's on a previous pod. He just wanted to document on the off chance is correct. If betting a hundred bucks, this is where I would put it. If betting a thousand, I would put it on Danny and John's baby. What the hell does he mean by that? I have no idea. Ice spiders. That thought, sounded like nonsense to me. The, no, but so he's saying the final episode will end with Men in Black ending. Is the Men in Black ending like the mind wipe? Or Are we mind wiping? <laughs> Are we mind is Tommy Lee now? Jones going to show up and be surly? I don't know. All right, he'll have to explain that to me. And then he has a quick list of people who live and people who die. The people who live, he says Sansa, Baby Targaryen, Tyrion, Gendry, Brienne, and Tormund, Sam Gilly and their baby, uh, Sister Greyjoy, which I think is Yara, Yara yep. uh, Missande, and Mira Reed. He thinks they live. I'm going to say the, that. I'm going I'm to yeah. disagree with Shark slightly. I think uh, Brienne goes down protecting Sansa. Yeah, I could see that. Because she swore the oath that the only thing that could break the oath is her dying. I hope Tormund lives, but I feel like he could die too. Yeah. Uh, so his people who die, he says Jamie, Braun, Arya, John, Danny, Grey Worm, Theon, Aaron, the Hound, the Mountain, Howland Reed, Pizel, Varys, the Red Woman, Beric Dondarrion, and all three dragons. Ugh. Devastating. That would be awful for you, wouldn't it? Yes. Yes. That would that would be a sad, sad day. All right, Ryan, let's get to the pick of the podcast. Sure. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Kick, receive, defer, or you may defend. I the shall goal. receive this week. Okay. Um, I started watching on Netflix. See, I, I was putting this off because it looked a little weird to me, but then I was reading stuff about it. Uh, Love, death, and robots. I did not. Oh yeah, I heard. About I that. did not know, and maybe you didn't know this either. And maybe this will pique your interest. That this is executive produced by David Fincher and Tim Miller. Wow! So the director of uh, Seven and mm-hmm. um, the director of Deadpool. Um, and what's mm-hmm. great about this is like now there's 18 episodes, and to be honest, like the first four are good, and then there's one that's like. Eh. And then, but there, there are all these 18 animated shorts dealing with love, death and robots. The first two just come out absolutely swinging. It's, it's great. Um, then it kind of falls off a little bit, but, um, what's great is that they are playing with this thing now where it, some episodes are like 20 minutes. Some are like six. Most of them are like 10 or 11 minutes. So like you blow through it actually pretty quickly. And they're just like, you know what it reminds me of? It's like a newer version. Remember that show on MTV liquid television? You remember that? Yes. I, I, didn't, I didn't watch it. I, know I loved that show because it was just all these like weird mm. animated shorts. That's where like Eon Flux came from and like Beavis and Butthead and like oh, all those things. Okay. Um, and so it kind of reminds me of that a little bit, like watching that as a kid. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, yeah. I'm pretty hooked on it. So if you, if you're okay. into like, and there's a lot of uh, um, animated yabos in full frontal, you get to even nice. get some low hang if, uh, if you know what I mean. I do. Know so, what you mean. uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's um it's definitely hardcore sci-fi. If you're into that, check out Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. It's awesome. Check it out. Nice. All right, cool. My pick of the pod I actually haven't seen yet. I'm just going to assume that it's good, Ryan. And that is season two of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is available now on Netflix. We haven't talked about it at all yet, but I know it is out. I think it's nine episodes. So I will, uh, whenever I get a free moment, I'm going to dive into that. So all right, well, Oh, and I got one that more. Be good. I go on speaking yeah, of season two. I forgot to mention that on Hulu, the second season of One Punch Man is out. So check that oh, out. Oh, 
for all you anime cool. fans in the house. Cool, cool, cool. Also, Barry is out. I know we mentioned that last episode. Barry. Barry is out on HBO. I think there are two episodes yeah. right into this season so far. And it's rolling. I think I, I haven't watched season uh, episode two oh, yet. Hanks, I might Hanks do that right best. after this. I love me some yeah, Hank. No, I, I'm looking <laughs> forward friends. to that very much. I'm, I'm going to work <laughs> on my Hank impression. That's my next thing. Hank, Hank's a good one to get. Yeah, yeah Hank's, Hank's a strong one for sure. Next week, Ryan, I know Hellboy is out this week, but I'm hearing terrible things now, about Hellboy. with a grain of salt because there is – I don't think with because we I'm going to spoil, spill the beans here. We've heard from uh, professional film critics Mac and Goo, and Mac yeah. had very low opinion of Hellboy. Um, uh, but I I cautioned the people because Mac deals in extremes. I don't think Mac has ever seen something that he thought was just okay. It's either the greatest thing mm. in the world or it's fucking it's the worst fucking thing. Ugh. So like I, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. Now we, now did you see the Rotten Tomato score? Yet? Not yet because it wasn't out yet. Do, do you want me to tell you what it I'm is? I'm going to look at it right now so you don't have to. Go ahead. Right, I, want go. You to, I want your live reaction to see. Oh, it. no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you can tell the people what it's it is. It's nine. <laughs> Currently. It's 9%? 9%. Um, 9%. With only 43 okay. critics, 40, four, 15 top critics in. Uh, we have four. And one of them was Mac, so. Yeah, we have four fresh, 39 <laughs> rotten. Yeah, it's so uh, here's the first one. It's two long mm-hmm. hours or it's two hours long, which feels like an eternity lurching incoherently from one noisy set piece to another. Well, that's not good. <laughs> you can't say that, can you? That's not good. This is uh, actually just a two word review. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, it could be good. It could be fun to do an episode on a bad movie, but I don't know. Are, are people going to see this? So that's the thing is like, I don't want to do a, a movie that nobody's going to watch. Oh no, it's good. But if it's like if we get to the point where it's so bad that we like have to see it, we don't review enough bad movies. That's true. I, I, we review way too many movies that are like a yeah. four or a five. So let's go yeah, see it. Hellboy point. might not be Yui Bowl bad, but it's pretty damn close. A complete <laughs> embarrassment. Wow, is that what yeah. it says? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Well, and I said I said on stream last night. You yeah. know what really tipped me off that this might be a stinker. Is Mila what? Jovovich's involvement in it? Oh, is she? What is she's she like doing? the bad guy in the movie. Oh boy! Well, <laughs> yeah. Woo! She was good in Zoolander. In, yeah, but she was she wasn't as like a was a starring was not a starring role. She was in it for like ten minutes. No, no. Inga, Inga. Oh yeah, so maybe I can't so maybe we'll, maybe we'll do Hellboy. Let's do it. Let's, uh, let's just for yucks. Right. We're doing yeah. it. We're gonna be Why BD not? into Hellboy. So there you go. Ryan, did you, did you know that you can rate, review, and subscribe on the iTunes to hashtag Dork? I didn't. Yeah, you can. It's free. You know, no big deal. It's hey, what's free. it to you? Free it doesn't pod. matter to you. What do you care, right? Just do it. Yeah, what do you, what's your, what's your yeah, problem? You baloney. You got something against it? Yeah. Just go ahead and do you it. Think you're better than me? At Dork Podcast on the Twitter. And you can go to YouTube.com slash Dork Podcast where you can check out all of Shime's Game of Thrones recaps. We may be doing some fun stuff throughout the Game of Thrones season as well. You can email us anytime you want, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. And when Davey has his equipment up and running, yeah. he'd be touching. a little bit of a snag. So uh, my power supply just, like, conked. So we got to uh, figure that out and figure out a solution to that. So um, got to breathe some life into that yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I got to get my guys on that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll try to get that up and running as soon as possible. Might not be tonight, but, you know, whatevs. So what? Hey, whatevs. Whatevs. 
What a, I ain't worried about it. I don't cares? sweat you. you. You know? You can't, you can't boss me exactly. around. You're not the boss of me. All right. All right, Ryan. Well, the, uh, the, uh, the most exciting month in the history of Dork will roll on. We've already uh, talked Endgame. We will talk Endgame again later on mm-hmm. in the month. We have uh, Game of Thrones. We had Shazam. Looks like we're going to do some Hellboy and so, and so much more, Ryan. So much so, more. Uh, that'll be the end of this episode. In fact, another perfect episode. Nailed it. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.